time is, is eating away, and uh, I want to touch on one or two things before we have a break. So this report that you looked at, um, why reports are important is because it helps us to uh, really analyze the cell. It helps us to look at what is going on um, amongst the members, those who are attending church, those who are not attending, what we're teaching them, um, our prayer life, our, our sense of responsibility towards the lost, um, our sense of responsibility towards each other through follow-up, our sense of community through fellowship. It helps us to look at all these things. Now, let's touch on um, one key element of the cell, group. And remember, cell, cell ministry is more than a meeting. It's about the relationships between a group of people committed together in fulfilling the Great Commission. And you need to know this. It's about a group of people committed together to fulfill the Great Commission. And you, as the leader of that group, are willing to be responsible to facilitate that process. All right, so um, the cell meeting. First of all, the meeting shouldn't be more than one and a half hours, in my view. Um, it can be less, but it shouldn't be more, uh, bearing in mind that cultural context. Um, and if you're going to have a fellowship time, so to speak, it shouldn't be more than 30 minutes. And anybody who is coming to that cell meeting should know the time. Don't spring surprises on them. You know, um, our cell meeting is normally one and a half hours, but today we feel led to go for two and a half hours. No, 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 no. Your leading is spurious. No, 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 no. Make sure that those who attend the group are aware of how long the meeting and the fellowship times are going to be before they arrive and stick to time. If there is one thing I don't like, if you know me, I don't like it when we go over time. Isn't it, Pastor Olu? I don't like it at all. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't like it, even if it's one minute, you know, so I'm looking at the time now, uh, but I don't like it because it doesn't show respect to the people who you have invited to come, so you should stick to time. It's, it's, just, it's, just, uh, it's, 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 it's just right before God, it, is a it promotes excellence and so forth. So your, 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 your meeting should be punctual, your meeting should be concise and it should have a structure. Now, just because it has a structure does not mean it should look structured. So, you have a structure, but don't do this. Okay, wait. Hold on. Right, let's open in prayer now. Okay, okay, stop, stop. Now it's uh, <laughs> less chair now. Okay, how are you doing? How are you doing? No, stop, stop. Wait, wait, wait. We're going over time. Okay, stop. Uh -huh. Now, let's, um, any prayer requests, prayer requests, yeah, yeah, one, two, keep, keep your prayers to 25 seconds each, because we've got five minutes. <laughs> now, don't do that, <laughs> you some, have some comments, now, you're laughing, but I'm telling you, some of us, we actually do something like that, I've seen some of that happen, all right, so, your, your, your meeting should be structured, but it should not be rigid. Learn to adapt to the people. 
Some of my cell meetings, in fact, different cell groups I've had have had different dynamics in this meeting. Some meetings we start, we sing, we worship, and then we talk and stuff. Some meetings we never sing. I, in my, my last two cells, actually, I don't think we, we've sung once, or, or we did once. In no, that was, no, my last, okay, that was my last week we did, yeah. I actually played the keyboard once in, 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 in my last cell. Uh, I struggled, but I pretended I knew what I was doing. <laughs> But my last cell, my, my current cell group, we've never sung. We've never sung, not once. Um, so at times, some of the cells are like a mini Sunday service. Shall we open in prayer now? Shall we, shall we, it's testimony time, testimony. <laughs> no, no, you don't, you don't want to do that. <laughs> you don't want to do that. But anyway, have, have some structures. So, as you can see in your outlines there, we have um, some basic formats. Now, these are not to be rigid, but just to give you some guidelines as to how a meeting should be conducted. Um, informal discussions, opening prayer, discussions to see how everyone is, etc. These things are just guidelines. My meetings are very rarely ever like this, even from the beginning. It's very rarely ever like this. You pick bits that are appropriate to your context. Another thing to consider with your meeting is to invite others to come and share, um, to discuss with the group periodically on how to improve and how to implement um, different ideas to help the group um, in this dynamic. And also varying the type of meetings you have, whether it's evangelistic love feasts or whether it's sh uh, watching a video or whether it's um, um, moving in different venues or going out together as a group. Um, but one thing I want to point out with the meeting, don't make yourself simply about the cell meeting. Let the meeting be a focal point, but let the cell be beyond the meetings. In other words, factor in um, doing other things together as a group. Uh, there are certain things that will be difficult because of where we all live and how life is and so forth. But things like maybe, let's say, I mean, I'm just throwing this out here. I don't know what you think about this theologically. But let's just say there was a film that was showing, you know, and you all wanted to go and watch it. I'm not saying like um, X-Men Apocalypse. I'm not saying like that. But you might want to watch it. But let's say The Passion of the Christ. <laughs> uh, um, I mean... I mean, the passion of the Christ, and you all wanted to, to go and watch that, right? Uh, was it, was that? War room. Yeah, war room. I mean, maybe you are thinking of spiritual warfare, and so you want to go and watch something together. But no, on a serious note, after service, going out together periodically, um, doing something together, if you, if, depending on the type of cell you have, if it's a cell where it's a, a whole heap of young people, you can do things, especially in the summer together and stuff like that. Even holidaying and stuff like that in holy holidaying. Um, <laughs> I think you get my drift. <laughs> All right. Now, I'll touch on the cells um, and then we'll have a break in five minutes. All right. So, I'll touch on the report, sorry. So, I want to emphasize this point. The reports are key to you looking at yourself. Proverbs 27, 23. Be sure you know the condition of your flocks 
Give careful attention to your herds. Um, New International Version. Be diligent to know the state of your flocks, New King James, and attend to your herds. The report helps you to do that because it analyzes the self from week to week, not from meeting to meeting, from week to week. So you've got things on Sunday service attendance. You've got things on midweek attendance. You've got things on fellowship, on prayer, and so forth. It just helps you. And as you are given this report, you may not realize it, but if you have a keen supervisor, they are also looking at you and how in the report. Because you see, if they say, let's say you, you, in your report you show that the cell this year started with 10 people, but we're averaging three in attendance. And um, in fact, we've lost two or four, four or five people. And then we've lost a few this month. And then it's got any comments and any pastoral issues. None. Everything is fine. That, that, <laughs> any keen supervisor will know we have a problem with this leader. Right? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so, so it is important for you to take the report seriously. And then as a leader, you must fill in the report. Don't be lazy. Um, the reports will not take you more than 10 minutes to fill in. Um, um, if you're doing it properly, don't be lazy. Fill it in. Um, it's very easy to, to say, oh, you fill it in. I mean, if you're like me and Olu, it's very easy <laughs> to do that mistake. But especially if you don't have a keen eye with such things, fill it in. Now, of course, if you're training somebody, here's what I would suggest. Get them to fill in a report, but you also fill it in. So, and then you compare your reports to see how they are seeing the cell. Um, all right. That's it. Any questions, please? Okay, Tola and then Andrew. I never go for all those elements. I never ask them. I never go for all those elements. Well, we can't live in the eighties. <laughs> no, no. On a, on a more serious note, you're right. That's not how we started, right? But let's be honest. Back then, come on, we were we were young and naive, not being funny, and uh, everything was very simplistic. People are a lot more complex and sophisticated than they were. Let's just be real. When we were in the 90s, that's just the reality. And if you say, well, this is how we've always done it, and I'm not saying that's what you're saying because you're not, um, you're going to really lose people, to be honest with you. For instance, I was a purist when it came to how often a cell should meet. Every week, you must meet at least once a week. Every well, I mean, that's great when you're all single and got no responsibilities. I'm not saying people who are single have no responsibilities. I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm saying how, how I was, how I was, all right, she. Uh, forgive, forgive, forgive. Um, but when you're, when you're single and you don't have other responsibilities, uh, anyway, you know, when I was single and I had no responsibilities. But, but that's not how life is now. Today, single people are just as busy as married people. Um, people there's a lot more complexity now than there was back in the day. You see, I've just rescued myself. <laughs> okay. 
All right, any other questions, please? Yes. Yes. Um, where's, where's Fola? Do you want electronic or electronic for Fola? Me, I am again. I mean, I was, I was saved in the 80s. We didn't have all this stuff. So I like paper. Paper. So I can hold the paper. But Fola wants electronic. So, no, no, no. He, I don't want a print of anything. He was just give me summaries. Huh? Sure. Okay, so let me repeat. As a cell leader, you don't have authority over the members in your cell. You are a facilitator. I really like that, David. Thank you. You are a facilitator of the group. You are not the authority of the group. The authority of the group is the pastors, is the pastoral team, the eldership. It's a very, very important point because if something goes wrong, you need to know who you can run to. If you're not sure about anything, you need to know where you are covered. If there are any issues legal, you need to know where you can go to. And it is there as a protection and to um, protect you from the very dangers which, which Tanwan was wisely highlighting. Um, so you're, you're not their authority. You are their facilitator. But the second point is, if you have people from another church, again, that is even more um, 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 accentuated in that you are not their authority. They are just visiting the cell group but they are not somebody you have any spiritual responsibility towards at all. And that needs to be clear to them and also to the group. Um, so they are your guests. No matter how many months or years they have been coming, they are still um, welcome guests. They are friends of the cell, but they are not members of the cell. And it's important uh, spiritually because they, and my, my view is that if they're coming from another church into it, um, your cell group, they should be doing that with their pastor's blessing. Um, it shouldn't be a secret thing, unless the, ch the church is not doing something that day when they're there, or something like that. Yeah, new believers who are not members of the church, but who, let's say, you've led to the Lord, you're looking out for them, but still, you're not their authority. You know, you're, you're not their Look, we are all our brother's keeper. So even a person who's not a member of our church, we should look out and love them. But there is a difference between ministering to people and helping people and being their cover. You are not their cover. And, and, and it's very important that you know that. So even with new believers and young believers who've given your heart to the Lord, yeah, you're looking out for them and all of that. But spiritually, you're not their authority. Um, until they give permission, you're not their authority. A member of the cell or a member? Sure. Okay, fine. Um, so in terms of how you love people, you love everybody the same. In terms of how you try to help people, you try to help everybody the same. But in terms of what you are responsible for, 
You are only responsible for those who give you permission to be responsible. Now, if somebody is in another church, before they give you permission, they need to um, have gone, they need to have been, um, well, they shouldn't be doing that. They should go back to their church to get the ministry they need. But if they want ministry from you in a context that needs pastoral oversight, then they should get that release from their local church. That's what I believe. Because we don't know their history. Sometimes you don't know what's going on in other people's lives. And uh, you can speak into a situation without realizing there is other things going on. As a pastor, we, we know this very well. A person can come from another church. They'll say, oh, your church is fantastic. Oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then later on, you discover the reason why they're saying that is because they've got a history that is unhelpful. But if you check with their, their, their pastor, they can give you the lowdown. That's why we always encourage people who want to be part of our church, who are in another church, to get released from their church before they can become part of our church. Because we believe church is family. Yeah. All right, quickly. Okay, we have a break, just five minutes, and then we'll conclude, all right?